Yeah, we know it'll never happen, but hey, it's worth a shot. Hollywood, hire us. Welcome to our ASMR podcast. The baby is sleeping. We're trying not to wake him. <laughs> I was going to say, this thing on? Well, we know you guys have missed us. <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting to allude to. But uh, The shitstorm of life happened. Forgive us. Oh, my lord. We will not get into it, because it's a long and arduous tale. Let's just call it the winter of everyone's discontent. How about that? that that'll work. So, yeah. Um, obviously, we've been on hiatus for a while due to health, mental, and other issues. <laughs> Some of it's time. but That, too. But when you have a bunch of crap happen, time disappears quick. Time, time, time has been just a non-relative construct ever since 2020, so I don't really... This is true. So, Everything is just amorphous now. I think well, we, we teased and talked about an idea, and I made a list so we can kind of just start with this rabbit hole and see what happens. Wait, we're fucking prepared? I kind what? of... I'm kind of prepared. <laughs> this is what I wanted to do before the hiatus. Yes. Um, and it's funny because there's probably some on here that I need to add because I've watched a couple that I haven't put on this list that I just thought of. Uh, what he's talking about is... Animated films that are not made by a Disney slash Pixar. Yes. Everyone thinks animated movies. And, of course, the very first thing you think of is Disney. Disney. And then Toy Story pops in there. Because we forget that that's a Pixar movie, but they're kind of owned by Disney. Yeah. Well, they've always been owned by Disney. Yeah. I thought <coughs> All, at one point Pixar wanted to break away and be its own thing. They tried to, but the mouse said no. Because the mouse must feed. Huh? Nope. You're my bitch. Okay. Huh? Uh. <laughs> but anywho, <clears throat> so, of course, every every non-animated film, or I'm sorry, every animated film not made by Disney Pixar, obviously certain things fall into that category. Illumination, uh, you know, with the Minions and Secret Life of Pets and some of the more, new doc, the more newer Dr. Seuss movies. And then you also have DreamWorks Animation, which comes in strong with representatives from Shrek, Shark Tale, Madagascar, How to Train Your Dragon... And then you have just the other random animated movies other studios have put out. Sony put out Into the Spider-Verse. And they also put out Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 1 and 2. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. So I was... I got a list. Oh, the Hotel Transylvania movies. I've, That's Sony. I I've forgot. not watched them. Now I've even seen the first one. I think maybe one was on the other day. Um, They're cute. Scarlet and Short Round were watching them. And it's like, it's Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler with a bad accent. But I'm for sure they're cute. I Has definitely. Adam Sandler ever done a correct accent? No, probably not. That's what I thought. It's always just him being Adam Sandler, which I appreciate. I mean, that's why we that's why we watch Adam Sandler films to watch. I saw a him thing be Adam Sandler. I saw somebody post out that he doesn't do anything on Twitter. His social media, he'll only get on there if it's a friend of his birthday, and he'll wish them a happy birthday, and that's all I think his Twitter feed is. No shit. I think it's like, happy birthday, Don Cheadle. Happy birthday, he's, David Spade. He's he's doing it right, then. Like it's Otherwise, man, he's probably got too much else going on. Uh, really, he does. I would hope. Uh, so I was thinking back about animated movies from my childhood. Things that I'm um, reaching back to watch. Like, one of them, I don't think Scarlet had ever seen. So I put it on so we could watch it with Short Round. And it would have... I'm going to start with listing voice cast. And some stuff before we get to the title to see if anyone can guess this. 
Because great. Okay, I'll this, play this, this game. This is not interactive, but I'll play this game. What All right. Do you got? So we have Jeff Bridges, Mia Farrow, Alan Arkin. Oh, last unicorn. Christopher Lee with music by America. <laughs> yeah. That is one LSD fueled movie. I have the book somewhere, I think. But yeah, that was that's weird. Like it's hilarious looking at when it's supposed to take place. And then there's this butterfly that comes in and starts just speaking in weird rhymes and riddles. He is just a winged anachronism for the whole movie because he's making war references. He's referencing other songs like he's just nuts. Uh, We watched it and it was weird. But there's there's parts of it that just stick out in my brain um, when (sighs) Schmendrick gets tied to a tree that then becomes alive. And it's like this old woman with a giant bust and he is stuck in between the boobs and (laughs) God, the 70s. Wait, was that 70s or 80s? That was 80s. Was it really? Well, either way. Um, you can get away. You could you could get away with shit like that. There was that. There was the alcoholic skeleton that guarded one of the gates to get to where the uh, bull was at. How how does a skeleton even drink? It would go right through them. He, he they make that joke. Okay. And he's like, I remember how it tastes. Oh, do we need to let him up? Because I shut the door. Oh, he'll be fine. Okay. You're hearing the whining, possibly of a. Two-month, almost three-month-old puppy. His name is Harvey. His name is Harvey, because he has a stripe down his back that cuts him in two. So he's kind of got two-toned fur. He's Two-Face. And it works, because he goes from being cute to a bitey little bastard at the flip of a coin. You guys are such fucking nerds. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Hey, on that front, talk to uh, one of the uh, darlings who has a 3D printer. He said he'd get me a uh, double-sided coin to hang on the collar. Oh, that's freaking excellent. With one side all marred up. Love it. So, absolutely. When I was telling him the idea, he's like, so a double-headed quarter with one side all cut and scarred. Just like Two-Face would have, right? Exactly. Beautiful. Oh, that's easy. Sorry, Harvey, buddy. <sighs> you got to be on the podcast, little man. All right. So, yeah, Last Unicorn, trippy movie. I remember what, just looking at, and I think this is something we talked about when we um, sort of alluded to when we went to Horror Hound and met Feruza Balk was the movies that those of us who grew up in the 80s watched explains why we are one really messed up generation. Are you, the, are you jumping into Return to Oz? That was one of them. <laughs> we were <laughs> talking that about... that was a messed up We film. were talking about that specific movie because she was in it. But then she's like, yeah, but you look at the other movies besides that. There was Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, Unicorn, uh, uh, yep. Secret of Nim. Oh, dude, Secret of Nim is way more dark than I remember. So there's my segue. We have, I've watched that recently. Secret of Nim. Yeah. I've actually watched a few more of... Uh, that's Donald Bluth, right? The director Yeah, Donald Bluth, yeah. I've watched a few more of his without realizing it. Like, I ended up doing an ab- accidental marathon because I was... One morning, I was wanting to watch a, something to keep the kid entertained, and I was like, let's watch All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, that's a good film, too. That's a good film. It's... The sequels maybe not as good, but, no. the, but the first one's the good. The first one, which is hilarious because it's like you're just a few actors away from it being Deliverance with dogs. Because, <laughs> again, it's like Charles Grodin's in it. Well, yeah, Bert's D- in it, isn't he? Bert Reynolds, Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, you just needed a Ned Beatty. Dom DeLuise is Ned Beatty. 
Uh, those two, like, it was like, I think, I think that's what Burt Reynolds did. Is in any movie he did, it was like him and his friends. It didn't matter. Pretty Smokey much. and the Bandit. Uh, that was... You know, um, wasn't American Tale also... That was Donald Don, Bluth? Don Bluth? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. So was Land Before Time. Oh, yeah. God, I love that one. Watch, I started that before we left to go to the burlesque show. So... Scarlet's sister was here watching Short Round, and that's what they were watching when we left. Because he loves dinosaurs. Heck yeah, because dinosaurs are awesome. Oh. So speaking of other movies, like, yeah, dark twist movies, like, these are cartoons. Kids can watch them. Secret of Nim? <laughs> that was really I dark. didn't realize how dark that was when I was a kid. I really didn't. And that one had Dom DeLuise in it, right? Yeah, he was the bird. I believe so. Um. And then you had, yeah, All Dogs Go to Heaven, which I rewatched. I'm like, man, there's their dogs getting drunk, smoking cigars, shooting guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like trying to murder each other. Super appropriate, yeah. <laughs> Aside from can't keep a good dog down. Yeah. And then the song in heaven, which is like the angel dog trying to tell him you like it here and him saying, I can't remember what it was now, but it's like this whole cat and mouse thing. They're doing. Yeah. Now, tragic Side story to this that I didn't know until I fell down a trivia rabbit hole on All Dogs Go to Heaven was Anne Marie, the only, the only who was like three humans in this movie, that she's a little girl that oh uh, yeah Carface is keeping prisoner because she can talk to animals. Right. Okay. The yeah. little girl that was the voice actress, her and her mother were murdered by her father a year and a half prior to the release of the movie. What? Yeah. So she had, so they had recorded their dialogue. They already recorded, just, yeah. It was done. Animation, you know, they'll have to do all the finishing touches of the animation. fucked up. <sighs> okay, dog. You're scratching the hell out of me. Yeah, that was, I, was, I read that, and I'm like, oh, damn. So, like, one of the last songs in the movie, I think. Ah, ah, that's my tummy, buddy. I think one of the last songs in there, they dedicated to her. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to think what other... Oh, so speaking of dark... And this is one I... I if you've not seen it, we'll have to make time to watch it or something. It's Rock and Rule. I've been meaning to watch that one. Oh, my God. That is Canadian animation. I forget. That came out in like 81, 82. I don't remember now. It, it wasn't by That wasn't by Ralph Bashkin, was it? I don't think so. I've got some of his stuff on here. Because I know they did animated versions of Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and Return of the King. Yeah, and I watched um, I watched a trailer or something for one of his other movies. That, was, it wasn't Fire and Ice, was it? Yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah. May have been that, because I wanted to see what it was about, just to look at yeah, the animation. Not the greatest. But that that one, that story right there, that seems dark and twisted. Oh, and I've got, an, I've got another one, too, that, uh, of his that was uh, called Wizards. That was the one I watched. The trailer for, oh, okay. Wizards. Yeah, because I've got the Blu-ray of it, and I've just never gotten, I've never gotten around to watching it. Rock and Rule is... Of course, they put this stuff on here where you can't read it, because the Earnhardt films... Need a magnifying glass. <laughs> well, they've got it over yeah. actual artwork, so the font gets blotted out. Directed by Clive A. Smith. So yeah, not, not Bashkin or whatever. Um, but okay. this movie okay. is set in a weird... Uh, there's two versions, too, which I don't know if I've got both. 
or if I need to find where the other one is. Because there was an original version they released in, like, Canada or whatever. And then there was the version that came to America. So what's the difference? There's an introduction to kind of explain things oh. for the American version because we're <laughs> dumb. But it was these. I can see that. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic world where humanity doesn't exist anymore. So the animals have evolved to be human-like, humanoid. Neat. So you've got rats, cats, and dogs and mm-hmm. things like that. But they look, as you can tell by that, they looked very human. Except oh, for, like, yeah. the noses. The noses are weird. That's messed up. So and supposedly that has some really good music in it, It though. does. Some of the music was only written... It was written by... They had... There's a thing on YouTube I watched about the making of this. And uh, they composed the music. They had people compose the music. And then they had to go find the singers for it. And it was, all right, this music would fit in with here. Let's see if Earth, Wind, and Fire would do this song for us. And so nice. they did. So there are songs that you can't find anywhere because there was no soundtrack for this thing released. Like, oh, that's ridiculous. I've been scouring trying to find even on like streaming services. There wasn't even like a vinyl? Like nothing? Nothing. nothing. Damn. Uh, your main characters, you have a band. I don't know they had a name. I don't care what it was. But you had Omar, Stretch. Ah. <sighs> No, it's Angel, and there's another guy. It's a four-piece band. And, of course, you have to have the uh, who's in the charge, who's the front person of the band, either mm-hmm. the dude who plays guitar and sings, the angry rocker, or the eye candy that sure. is Angel. So the plot is you've got this uh, devil-worshipping, like, Performer who is this weird Lou Reed, David Bowie, Iggy Pop cross. Totally child appropriate. Uh, He's wanting to summon a demon. But to do so, you have to find the perfect voice and sing a very specific sequence of notes. Well, that actually seems legit if you're trying to summon a demon. So go on. He found the voice in the female lead named Angel. The singer for that voice, Debbie Harry. Yeah, I would think she'd be able to summon literally anything. So, yes. Yeah, sure. And the song she Especially sing, in 81. Christ. The song she sings in uh, this called Angel's Song, she took the melody and wrote another song called Maybe For Sure. And... Because huh. she said she couldn't get that melody out of her head. Nice. So it's very similar. Uh, and there was... I saw some people on some Reddit threads or whatever. There was a point where her and uh, Cheap Trick were touring together. And they were hoping that the lead singer of Cheap Trick, who is the voice of her boyfriend in this movie, or (laughs) he is the singing voice. Nice. Not the actual voice actor. Which they changed voice actors from the original voice actor to the American voice actor because of an accent or something. Okay. Which I I don't get. But anyway, he there's some there's like two or three Cheap Trick songs on the soundtrack that Cheap Trick did re-release when they did a box set. Nice. So I found those. Um, Iggy Pop, who was wrote, who did one of the songs performed by the villain, he did. He put out like a, a box set or some sort of compilation that he put one of his song, that song on there. Well, and Iggy Pop, um, if I remember correctly, Iggy Pop infamously jumped up on stage with Blondie at CBGB's um, back in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. I, 
when they were, it's, it's when they're doing this, of course, they're going through like, all right, who can we get? And like, at that point, we're looking like, you know, early 80s and maybe even into the late 70s when they were actually starting to write, right. animate this. Yeah. They're reaching for the stars to try to get voice like singers that people are going to be like, oh, my God, really? Now, here we are in 2022. We're like, oh, yeah, Blondie. Most people are going to go, who? Cheap trick. What the I want you to want me, guys? <laughs> Makes me sad. But yeah. I mean, now there's some names to me that you still say people are, I would still have reverence for, like Lou Reed, Iggy Pop. Right. Like, absolutely. But, like, Cheap Trick to me, growing up, that's all I ever knew is that I Want You to Want Me song. I knew a couple of their songs. I knew that one specifically. Um, they actually had a big um, ballad in the mid to late 80s with The Flame. I don't know if you remember that one. No, I don't. I will be the flag. Anyway. Well, it's just interesting to hear that there's that song, the one I know. And then, of course, the song that um, the song that inspired the credits for that 70s show, Surrender. Surrender. Yeah, that's another one. And then there's like one song on here, the one that, I mean, and it is. Oh, the Dream Police. I want to say. I the Dream Sorry. I really want to say that the song that they perform on the soundtrack is called born to raise hell. <laughs> it is metal. Like it, there's no way the yeah. guitar part shreds. <clears throat> it's angry. It's, it's him yelling at the audience. I hate you. I hate this town. Heck yeah. And it's, I was born to raise hell. I wasn't born for loving. I was born to raise hell. Nice. That is not the type of music that I picture that I want you to want me. <laughs> yeah. Guys to do. So that got the dude's voice and the uh, styles that he was able to sing. Various styles was actually kind of impressive. You know, going off onto a slight music tangent, a lot of bands that outlasted through the 70s into the 80s kind of did random, random genre changes for no good reason. Because, I mean, Kiss did a full-on fucking prog album called, called uh, Music from the Elder. Yeah, and you know it's got some good songs on it though. Uh, isn't that I think Unholy is on that. And then, and then, um, and of course, you know, you had you have bands. You also have bands that you know famously just switched switched completely. You know, like Genesis went from prog to pop. You know, not overnight really, but you know, kind of through the course of a few albums from the seventies into the eighties. The inside jacket for rock and roll. Somebody relieving. Reliving the story of when they first saw it on CBC, Canadian's broadcast channel. Nice. And that was March 14th of 85. Wow. So, I mean, for it to have even hit 83, I think was when maybe they started. So, yeah. Production finally wrapped in 82. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of fun stuff in here. Um, Yeah. That's another one that I was like, I reach back to my childhood that I'm like, nope. I, if I can find people who've heard of this, it is a very small group. <laughs> like anytime I have someone, someone I'd, I'd heard of it, but I haven't actually. Anytime seen I it. hear someone even say like a character name, like there's a, the main villain's name is Mock, and there's a song in there is My Name is Mock. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Annoying, obnoxious, catchy. But if somebody does that, I'm like, wait, you you know of rock and roll? Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Growing up in a small town in Illinois to find people that knew what Monty Python was. Right. <laughs> it's like the radar goes off and you're like, you're of my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So another <coughs> another nice animated movie that I've watched fairly recently because I think I finally found it on Blu-ray or DVD maybe. Titan AE. I love that film. I, actually, it's on. I'm I'm fixing to buy that on and add it to my uh, my digital collection because it's like five bucks right now. Oh, but that's a good. I mean that one. I think that was also Don Bluth still. I think that was one of the, like the last ones he did. I don't know because that was because that went into computer that went into CGI territory. Yes, it did very CG. Um, and but even then, I, he had like lit. Yeah, the soundtrack was one of good. their best songs is on that soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I'm in over my head. I'm kind of pissed I can't find that for karaoke. Right, but I'm just like, and even looking at the cast, I'm like, they could have live action that movie. Oh, dude, yeah. Drew Barrymore, Matt Damon, John Leguizamo, Bill Pullman, the, Nathan Lane. The only thing I can say about that film is it fell a little bit close to Treasure Planet. And yeah. so they the similar there's there's a lot of similarity between the two, but they're not the same film whatsoever. No, not at all. But I can see where people would have been like, eh, I've already seen that. If you know, if you've seen like, you know, like when people when like say Deep Impact and Armageddon both came out around the same time and you're just like, aren't these the same film? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um was Anastasia, was that Disney? <laughs> no, that was actually I want to say that was a Don Bluth, one of Don Bluth's last films, too. Because there's another one that's, I mean, that's dark. It's based off of <laughs> talking about the overthrowing of the the Russian government, the Russian yeah. government and the Bolsheviks. And, and well, and you've got Rasputin. Rasputin you know. who, yeah. I mean. And Bartog. We can't forget Bartog. Rasputin's basically a goddamn necromancer in that movie. Yes, and it's Christopher Lloyd, which is amazing. Right. And then Spider-Verse I mentioned earlier. I mean, yes. I think we've talked a bunch about how brilliant that movie was, and so I can't good. wait for Across the Spider Verse to come out. Oh, I know, I'm excited. Then there's the Sing movies. Yo, yeah, Sing I love, one, Sing I love, two. I love the first one. I haven't seen the second yet. I keep forgetting. I watch it. And I'm like, oh, this is cute. The little koala, the little shifty guy from the, the first one. It's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first one made the first one damn near made me cry in one part. Like when the theater, you know, when the theater goes to shit and like, yeah, you know, and they, I think it's, I want to say it's Tori Kelly's rendition of uh, Golden Slumbers. I was like, oh, don't make me cry. Come oh, on. Sing 2 is pretty good. I haven't seen that one yet, but I bet it's great. It's cute. They've got, I think Halsey is in it as a character and then she Yay. gets to sing one of her songs as that character. Nice. Um, you, you don't think about it, but Scarlett Johansson was mm-hmm. the... Um, the porcupine chick in yeah. the first one. I don't She's, know if she does she come back for the they second? bring her back because nice. they got to recruit a reclusive singer. Oh yeah. To they're trying to perform in basically Vegas. Kick ass. They promise this big name singer that no one's heard of heard from in decades because after this dude's wife died, he went into hiding. He mm-hmm. he doesn't leave his estate. He's a lion too. He's a big lion. Oh okay. Bono. Of course it's fucking Bono. And it, it is legit Bono's voice, and they sing him and Scarlett sing a U2 song together at the end. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that from listening to the soundtrack, because I listened to the soundtrack because I was curious. I was, I, I the whole time I'm like, who's this going to be? And then when he starts talking, I'm like, holy shit, it's Bono. Of all the people they could get. Because I, crap, I can't remember. I think there's like this mob boss, almost like, producer and i it might be leah schreiber i'm not sure <laughs> it might be ray donovan <laughs> oh my god speaking of mob bosses i had forgotten about flushed away that's a 
That's a solid film. I love that film. What about what was it's the? It's so cute. What was the? Um, got the little singing slugs. You've got Ian McKellen as a freaking as a as a psychopath frog mob boss. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. We watched. My kid made me watch that not not too long ago because it's on Netflix. I saw somebody post a thing a about time. that because I think Kid Rock has a sound, song on that soundtrack. Fucking what? Yeah, and it's not a good song. Like it doesn't age. It has it, okay. It probably wasn't good when it came out. Now you listen to the lyrics and it's like, wait, something about him only liking underage girls. What? What? Yeah. Whew. Osmosis Jones was a good one though. I was surprised at how good that film was. Um, yeah, I've got Illumination down here. We got Despicable Me. The Despicable Me films, the Minions. We got DreamWorks, which had Shrek, Over the Hedge. Oh, I forgot about Over the Hedge. And How to Train Your Dragon. That has a solid soundtrack. Ben Folds. Another uh, Don Bluth was American Tale. Yes. So he, look at, again, that's not a kid movie. No, because I mean, it's what? That's a thinly veiled 19, 1940s Nazi, Nazi Jewish movie. Yeah. I mean, kind of. <laughs> Subject matter, maybe not so, maybe not, maybe not so, uh. Kiddish. People are like, uh, let's just keep animating these movies. This guy got good movies. They're great for kids. Well, how about this one? They're escaping the Holocaust. Well, I mean, to be fair, Disney did because the Black Cauldron in the 80s. So, I mean, yeah, that's man, dark as fuck, if too. They were, in this world of them doing live action remakes of things, where is that one? I want that. I, you know what's funny? Okay, the Black Cauldron is actually based on a series of uh, novels, and they were a- they were actually going to turn the whole series into animated films. And of course, the Black Cauldron tanked at the box office, so not so much. <sighs> Bring it back! It's time. Um, here's That's- an animated movie. It pained me to put on here. I put on it. Put it on here for two reasons. One, I loved the books. I can reread these books today and still get joy out of them the other one is just the voice cast they got i feel like if they would have done a live action version it would have been amazing it would have been amazing yes um and that was dragon lance i forgot that they did an animated they did an animated movie of the very first dragon lance uh chronicle book or legend book it's chronicles dragons of uh autumn twilight he says, Autumn Twilight, Dragons of Winter Night, Dragons of Spring Dawning. That's the very first trilogy. Those are the first three books I read. And the dog just ran in with a stick and then ran right back out. <laughs> uh, I have been wanting to see a movie, series, some form of adaptation of that world since I read the books. Mm-hmm. And it's been constantly talked about, always toying with the idea. Well, I saw that they put out this DVD that was this weird mix of animation and CG that did not go well. Was it shitty CG? Yes. Not that. Yeah, there you go. For the draconians, the like Ugh. lizard people, essentially, that they decided those would be CG. So then when we when they <coughs> fight them, you've got 2D cell animation fighting. Oh, that's awful. But then the voices. This is the only the reason I put it on here is just this voice cast. Kiefer Sutherland. Sold. Lucy Lawless. Whoa, Mike, also sold. Michael Rosenbaum. Michelle Trachtenberg. When the fuck did this come out? Phil Lamar. Jason Marsden, who was the voice of Binks in Hocus Pocus. No, Binks on Sabrina. Sorry, Binks on Sabrina. Who? 
When the hell did this come out? Um, I was still working at Target, so it had to have been early 2000s. Damn. And of course, it didn't do well, so they never worried about making the other ones. But this is that's a world that if 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 I were to go to Netflix or any person that wants to throw money at an IP to make a series of something like they do The Witcher, that would be the that yeah. would be the property. I'd Let's be like, do that. <laughs> you've got you've got <coughs> you got three books in the intro that you can use as the intro to this world. There's three seasons right there. <clears throat> Follow that up with the. Uh, Chronicles about the, the legends of the twins, the two two of the twins that are in the car- in the first books. That's three more seasons. Then, if you want to really delve into the history, you've got all these prequel books that you could do. Like my God, use the source material. Okay, so then here's some other animated films that I've put down. That here's what I'm going to count because it's part animated. Well, I guess I should count two of them if I'm doing it this way. There's enough animation in it that I'm going to count it as animated, even though there's live action. Okay, go for it. Cool. Osmos Osmosis Jones has live action in it. Cool world. Oh, man. That was a good one. (laughs) You know what else came came out around that time? Bebe's Kids. Bebe's Kids. That one I forgot to put on there. But yeah, we don't die, we multiply. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um... So Roger Rabbit should probably be on there too. Technically, but oh my god, have you ever? I have been saying this for years. I because okay, that um 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 the way they made that film. Of course, it, there's a reason it took like what three four years to make that damn film <laughs> because you had to shoot. All of this stuff, live action, and then they did the animation separate and just laid it over the top. So when Roger Rabbit is like banging dishes on his head, there's actually in in the place of Roger, there's like this this robot looking thing that smashes the smashes the dishes. So you get that actual effect. So it's like so somewhere out there in theory, there has to be a version of that a, a cut of that film that is just no animation it's just the you know it's just all the live action and it's it's got to look goddamn bizarre because if you watch the making of that film and you see the shit that they did to make some of the effects work it's just got to look batshit crazy without the animation it probably does. and that and then I'd the, love to watch it and then the guy who did the voice of Roger wasn't he in costume the whole time I think he wandered around on Charles set. Fleischer probably yeah I think he walked Walked around dressed up with rabbit ears, the bow tie he dressed. Probably. <laughs> uh, how about the G.I. Joe movie? The animated G.I. Joe movie. And you had the animated Transformers movie. And the movie. animated Transformers movie. Hell, they did an animated Highlander movie. Yeah, in a series. They had an animated series yeah. for that, too, with Quentin I th- McLeod. I think that, I think the animated movie is probably what kicked off that series, wasn't it? It may have been. I didn't like it, so I... I don't know. Kind of like Highlander 2, I tried to ignore its existence. Uh but you can't because it exists. No, Fritz the cat. Oh, there you talk about not family friendly. Oh, that one's clearly that was rated X. Yeah, it is clearly not family friendly. It it, was, the, I think it has the dubious distinction of being the only X-rated animated film. Yes, <clears throat> um, if I'm not mistaken. 
And that was, who was that? Was that Crumb? So who did that? Shit, if I know, dude. I can't remember. There was another, there was a guy there did a, like a little bio on like a movie about him. That's, that's a, that's a movie I've always meant to watch and never have is Fritz the Cat. I've seen some clips. I don't think there's a lot missing out on it. It's not much, not much substance. To I it. always get it confused with Felix the Cat and they are very, very different things. Yeah. <laughs> How about Heavy Metal and Heavy Metal heavy 2000? Heavy Metal and Heavy Metal 2000. And, and there was another one in that same vein called American Pop. Not seen that one. So Yeah. Heavy metal was awesome. Oh yeah, soundtrack. The, I, I think it was weird because it was all these just different stories. But when you look at it, it's heavy metal magazine, so it would be. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But but just this story tied. And they had one little thing that stupid orb was what tied it all together. Mm-hmm. But then heavy metal two thousand was one continuous story, just following Julie Strange's character. Yeah, she fought Michael Ironside. Hell yeah. And oh my God, Billy Idol. As the character in Heavy Metal 2000. Yeah. And the song on the soundtrack that he did called Buried Alive is amazing. Yes. Yes, it is. I absolutely love that song. Speaking of speaking of movies that should never have been animated and sold to children, I'm pretty sure there was a RoboCop animated series. There was. There were, oh, we went through. We did a list of that crap. <laughs> yeah, like the Rambo Cop animated series. series. Rambo. <laughs> because clearly that needs to be marketed Because there, there, were, there were toys <laughs> yep. for it. Oh, there were Karate Kid toys. That makes a bit more sense than Rambo. I was about to say, at least that's... I mean, at least the Karate Kid was teaching you to stand up to bullies and shit, you know? Yeah, you know, here's here's probably what... How this pro, this thought process went, which... You know what? I mean, kids buy the hell out of these G.I. Joe toys. They'll love Rambo. I'm Yeah, probably. <laughs> except, except that, you know, when you watch First Blood and you watch any of the subsequent Rambo films, they're... Hell of island. I want to find if I still had those toys, it'd be great to get some kids to play with them. We could shoot it like an old 80s toy commercial <laughs> and have them react, reenact scenes from First Blood. <laughs> what about the alternate ending where Rambo commits suicide? How about yeah, that? We'll one? do that one, too. It'd be kind of like the uh, toy commercials that Kevin Smith did for He-Man. Nice. Yeah. On their little they like two things called like Revelations Revealed or something like yeah. that. It was really interesting watching them talk about. Those were about. hilarious. Yeah. The, the, there's nothing. It's all madness and chaos. And I don't want to play with you anymore. Like, just... Well, talking to, you know, speaking of, speaking of things, that, speaking of animated films that are definitely not catered towards children, there's James Silent Bob's groovy cartoon movie. Yeah. There is that. There's also the Clerks, the animated series. Love it. Which I think was funny because it was on ABC and they they aired it in the same time slot prime time as like Simpsons and stuff. So it's like, it's kind of geared towards kids and adults. Yeah. And they tried to make it somewhat. Uh, it's still not, man. I loved it. Like in that, I, I mean, I love the cartoons. The anime series is great. Cause I think it's funny when you, especially when you listen to the making of behind the scenes and how Alec Baldwin showed up for the mayor and, <laughs> and how Alec Baldwin is like the best sport in Hollywood. I swear to God, because he'll, if you if you're doing something just stupidly random and just be like, you know who we could get for this, Alec Baldwin. Nine times out of ten, he'll be like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, what I else mean, am he, I doing? <clears throat> he that's just what he does. He does the most random crap. He's in the most random things, and he makes it memorable. Like yeah. I don't would people remember Thirty Rock if if not for his fucking character? Well, him and um, Tina Fey. For more for him and Tina Fey. Well, Tina Fey and the other dude too. The um the the guy that. 
um he's the tour guide in at at 30 rock tracy um, morgan no no not tra no tracy morgan's a good part of 30 rock too <laughs> now I, think about it. I feel okay so uh, maybe four people but i'm the the kid that he seems like if he's not gay he's missing a good opportunity i can't think oh of his name. that guy the one's like her okay He's been on some other things. Too. He has, but that's what I remember him from is 30 Rock. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I want to say it's one. Jack something. Yes, I can't remember his last name, but yes. I keep wanting to say McGruber, but I know that's I know he wasn't McGruber. That's no, it's Will not <laughs> Um, Who did the Lego movies? Oh. Um, Warner Brothers. Warner because Brothers. Warner Brothers owns the... Because they did the Lego Batman movie. and That's right, because they're on HBO Max. And they make fun of all the Warner Brothers properties in the Lego movies. So those so. are good animated movies. I can't believe those directors almost made Solo. <laughs> that would have been a vastly different film. It would have been. Oh, but man, I, I enjoy, like, especially, like, I think a lot of what really gets me some of this is how they get vo the voice actors. For, say, Heavy Metal, the very first one. John Candy's in that. Oh, shit, he is. John Candy is the one that narrates because he's the that's little right. boy who gets transferred to this other planet. And then he's this big, muscular dude. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that has the chick with, like, the pterodactyl and the yeah. that's on the cover of the album. Yes. Yes, that's the John Candy. And I'm like, really? And the soundtrack, yeah, fucking Open Arms is getting played. Yep. I, that's Heavy Metal is one of those films that if you just if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. Set aside an hour and a half and just treat yourself. Yes. Treat yourself. I need to get. I have Heavy Metal two thousand on DVD. I do not have Heavy Metal. Oh, I've got I've got the first one on Blu Ray. It's dope as fuck. Oh man. Oh, I'm sure there's other animated movies. Wait, out there wasn't there an animated Cheech and Chong movie too? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's called Jay and Silent Bob Super. Okay, movie, not not that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. I mean, how there was an animated series of Back to the Future. That's kid friendly. Yeah, it, and it was kid friendly. Bill and Ted. That's kid friendly. The real Ghostbusters, kid friendly. Yeah. They're both Ghostbusters cartoons. Although how Beetlejuice got turned into an animated series and sold the kids, I don't really know. But <laughs> I love. But that. I do love it. Oh my god, I love that cartoon as a kid. It's a great cartoon. I love the movie, the cartoon. It's so ridiculous. Oh my god, I love that so much. I need to get those on. Like, DVD. wait, didn't he get eaten by a sandworm in the first film? Nah, let's just fucking ignore that. Let's we'll just bring go, him back as. Is it, let's bring it, him back as Lydia's wacky sidekick. Yeah, isn't it like? Wasn't he like trying to marry a child? Isn't he? A yeah, baby? right. <laughs> Nah, let's bring him back as her wacky sidekick. What? Well, what about the two parent? What about the two dead parents she adopts at the end of? Fuck them. They're not in the cartoon. Yeah, we don't. We're not gonna put the Maitlands in there. We're like, gonna put a. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna put a skeleton who's like Jack Laline, <laughs> who's always trying to work out. And <coughs> yeah, we'll spend a lot of our time in the netherworld with wacky dead things. Oh, and the sandworms are no longer terrifying. They're like pets. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you even watch the film? <laughs> no. No, they didn't. No. They did not watch the film at all. All right, come on. We're wanting uh, non-kid-friendly animated movies. Somebody give me a Lovecraft animated movie. I would watch it. Give me Call of Cthulhu the cartoon. I still want Guillermo del Toro's in the mouth, uh, at the Mountains of Madness. Do it. Let it let's, let's animate it. I don't care if you do stop motion, like Corpse Bride-style animation. Oh, there you go. That There you go. Corpse Bride. That's... I couldn't remember because I know Nightmare Before Christmas is Disney because... Yes, but Corpse Bride is not. 
So that means Frank and Weenie's probably not. And Coraline was also not. And Coraline, who that's. Yeah, there are people little, every day. That one's a little dark. <laughs> there's people every day who send like. Who are running up therapist bills because of Coraline. Yes, but they're sending the messages of hate to Neil Gaiman. I put hate in quotes. <laughs> hate love. Yeah, it's one of those like, I loved this thing that you've made, but it has given me nightmares and has fucked me up beyond all repair. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and Neil Gaiman's like, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you could really say that about any of Neil Gaiman's writing, honestly. Well, really, I mean, Neverwhere is not so bad. At least, I mean, I've watched, they did like a BBC, did like a miniseries of it. I watched it. I've read the book. Mm -hmm. It's not something that would like, I think what really got with Coraline was the fucking button eyes. Dude, yeah, the soulless <laughs> eyes. Oh my god, that's what did it. That and when she turns into a spider, because if you have a, if you, if anybody out there has a phobia of spiders, that's just the most terrifying goddamn thing in the world is to watch your mother turn into a giant goddamn spider. <laughs> Talk about Freudian fuck up nightmares. Another cartoon that they aimed at kids. Hulk, Hulk Hogan's wrestling all stars. They did manage to make that kid friendly, but yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why did that need? I, if you were ever under the assumption that all wrestling was was just cartoon characters in real life, they you, just smacked you across the face with it for that. One. Yeah, I know. Uh, to be fair, I loved that cartoon. It's one of my. It was one of my favorites as a kid. Oh yeah, I mean they got most of them. They got, they got Hot Rod in there. They had you had Hot Sheik. Rod. You had Andre. You had Sheik, um, but the Russian dude. Oh god damn it! His name escapes me. Not Bolshevik. Um, oh, damn it. Come Nikolai on. Volkov. Nikolai Volkov. Thank you. I had to think. Nikolai Volkov. Yes. <laughs> can we get a Can we get a cartoon version of Fear and Loathing or anything else written by Hunter S. Thompson? I mean. Does the lizard does him talking to the lizard that part not count? I, well, I guess not because it wasn't animated. Although, was OK, a, I will say puppet. there is. I just thought of it. There is a cartoon version, I will say, is Hunter S. Thompson, and that's Rango. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's not Disney. <laughs> no, it's not. That was one weird movie. Trying to think of trying to think of some other good non-Disney fodder. Whether it's regardless of whether it's, you know, kid friendly or not. I mean, there was a South Park animated movie. Clearly kid-friendly. Right. Blame Canada. <laughs> I, my favorite thing about that film is they were specifically trying to make a Disney spoof. Well, yeah. Because they did it, they did a musical style and they did it the way Disney would have done a Disney movie with the plot and the musical numbers and shit. And it, I was like, this is goddamn brilliant. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Was Does it? Team America World Police count? Because those were because that really wasn't animated. Those were marionettes. Yeah, yeah so, sort of. So I'm gonna say no. Because technically that's a puppet. Like I don't count like say the Happy Time Murders as you know an animated no, film puppet. because it's Muppets. All the Muppet movies. That's a whole different episode altogether. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like stuff that they've done with like cartoons like well i mean technically the opening credits of tank girl i thought at one point they were wanting to do a tank girl cartoon i'm 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 a little legit shocked that they didn't i mean it would be great they could do it now oh, and, they still, absolutely and still could. keep Lori petty yeah 
You could even have a Tank Girl Mad Max crossover. It'd be fucking awesome. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be nonsense, but it'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't know how Mad Max would react to weird mutant kangaroos. Same way he reacts to everything with a fucking gun, I think, <laughs> or or with a tank for or or a tank hey, made out of a car. In Fury Road, he his responses was a lot of nothing. Like he didn't talk a lot in that movie. <laughs> to be fair, I don't really feel like Fury Road was a Mad Max film. That was more Furiosa's film. Yeah, that's why I, like. I don't know why he was even there. <laughs> <clears throat> but I mean, it was hella good. Yeah, it was like, poor poor Max Rockatansky. Like, yeah. I'm in this movie, but it's not even my movie. Like, could they have just like left me out? Yes. Then why the fuck am I here? Poor dude was just along for the ride. And does this take place before or after Thunderdome? I don't know. We don't need another hero. We were making jokes about that at one of the rehearsals for the most recent Darling show, and uh, Vivian started singing that. Nice. And I was like, oh, I've been trying to get Scarlett to do that for karaoke or something. She's like, that would be amazing. We don't need another way. <laughs> um, they they just recently made a uh, a Broadway musical about Tina Turner's life, and that is one of the numbers in it. Well, nice. Yeah, it's. I was I I was on Spotify, and I just happened to I was like, oh, you have a best of Broadway playlist? Tell me more. And so I listened to the whole goddamn thing in like two days in in a two day stretch, and that was that was the number that they chose from that musical to include in that playlist. I was like. Fuck yes. This might make me check out that musical. <laughs> you know what I would like to see? And this would probably have been something they should have done more in the 80s. I don't know about now. But get me an animated movie that's just Terry Gilliam and his stupid animations from Monty Python. From Monty stuff. Python? Yeah, that would have been wild. Give me an entire... Well, they kind of do one, sort of. They did a um a biography about Graham because he's the one that died. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they talk about him and his uh, sexuality and being closeted and then... Uh-huh. And he did finally, when he did come out, but it was like, he didn't really hide it, but he did. It wasn't very, I don't know. Yeah. Very torn from being the, where he grew up and how he grew up. But they do a bunch of animated stuff of some of the weird drug trips he may have gone on. (laughs) Okay. I have to find that movie. What is it called? I'll have to look it up. I can't remember what it is now. All right. Text that to me and send it to me later. I'll, that I'll consider that homework. I can't remember what that, it was, it was good though. Or extra credit work rather. A lot of inter- a lot of interviews with the, the the Pythons and yeah, and then I think they even did. There was one I saw like they did a reunion, and they didn't have. They had like a little box there for like his ashes. I'm like, look, Graham's here. <laughs> that was probably on the um the the Monty Python almost the truth or whatever. Yeah. The because I think I've I think I've got that one somewhere at home. There was a. There was a uh, movie that they did that was basically like a, you know, like a biography, one of those biography type movies called Holy Flying Circus that I need to watch. Let's see, what other, but yeah, you're right, Terry Gilliam's animations would have made for a really wild ass movie. Yeah, it would. And I I keep thinking about that because uh, backstage at the Civic, there's a giant hand Hanging, pointing down. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for it to go. <laughs> like the fickle finger of fate. My favorite, one of my favorite, one of my favorite bits is the, um, in the Holy Grail when they're talking to the animations of God. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. Don't good idea. I mean, of course it's a good idea. I thought of it. 
a lot of stuff. I'm trying to find it, but I don't remember what the hell it was called. It wasn't almost the truth. There it is. Anatomy of a Liar. Oh, okay. That one's been on my radar for a hot minute. I need to check that out. Yeah, that's a good one. Especially Anatomy if you're of a liar. Especially if you are a Monty Python fan. Okay. <clears throat> I'll check that out. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot that I can think of animated wise that I mean there's been some Batman animated movies they've come out with, like Batman sixty six. Well, there we go. That, well, Warner Dude, Brothers. there's, there's, an, I was about to say, there's an entire, there's the entire run of DC animated movies, the Marvel animated movies. Which now Marvel's kind of, I'm going to say they've just been encompassed by the mouse. So yeah, basically. But Disney, like that's the thing with Warner Brothers, like, and I haven't yet to hear. I've heard, heard early positive reviews of the Batman, but for the most part, it's like what they can't quite get the movie part right. I don't know why Warner Brothers can't quite nail the movie down the way Marvel has, but their animated movies are always way better than their live action movies. Oh yeah. And I, part of that is because they stick a lot. I think I, I do think part of it is because they stick closer to the source material for several of them. I mean, case in point, um, the Superman doomsday one, yeah. and the, de- the death is the death and rebirth of Superman. That, that stuck a lot closer to the comics than, you know, the the fucked up doomsday we got in Batman, <laughs> Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice, you know. Yeah, I uh, I watched two in two parts it was Long Halloween. I still haven't seen that one. I need and to. that one's got Jensen Ackles. Yeah, uh, yeah. As Batman. And. Uh, I can't remember the guy. I, that, did, I did watch The Killing Joke. I've watched they, Killing Joke. They did stray a little from the source material in that one, but it wasn't so much strain. It was it was more they added shit. They added, and it was mainly to explain why it's such a big deal. Right. That Joker did that to Barbara because they yeah. had to kind of explain more of the relationship with Barbara. Um, <laughs> that still led to one of my favorite memes: surprise bat sex. Right. Uh, they also did a really good adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller. That's what I hear. I haven't watched that one yet. Um, but for the most part, you know, pretty much all of their animated movies are fucking spot on solid. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones I actually have watched. Well, and Batman Mask of the Phantasm for being an original, for being an original film was really good. I rewatched that not that long ago. It's still good. It still holds up. I'm like, why, where's that adaptation? Like. There's so much stuff you could do with Batman. Oh, like, I don't. There, I don't really need. I don't even want them to do a live action of that. That that was perfect there, as it was. There really don't, needs to be a live action it. Batman series. There really needs to be one. I mean, they're doing Superman and Lois now. They've done Batwoman, but who well, gives? They did a Gotham. They need a live action Batman series. <laughs> Gotham started out interesting and then strayed and went bonkers. I watched it. I was there for every step of the journey. <laughs> watched it till the show was over. Because, I mean, it had casting choices were good. <coughs> Writing, not so much. <laughs> not always on, Not always in step. Sometimes they, it leaned more towards Batman 66 with some of the weird campiness. <laughs> which is weird when you're looking at a dark, gritty Gotham. Yeah. But, I mean, I liked... Wasn't the focus more on commission? Well, it not, was he wasn't to, commissioner at the time. It was supposed to be it, Jim Gordon. The, uh, yeah, the focus is more on Jim as opposed to Bruce. But then right? young Bruce shows up. 
And then a lot of focus gets put on him too. And they they brought in the the Rajal Ghoul stuff. They've brought in Jesus. I'm gonna have to watch that series. <laughs> they brought in Solomon Grundy at one point. They had fucking what? Okay. <laughs> definitely the mob. So anyway, Gotham was okay. No, but not what I would see. I would love to see a live action Batman series where they could take these the stories of like the Court of Owls and take fucking Nightfall. For all I care, like the one where he gets his back broken. Yeah. And then we get we can have a little season or two of Azrael. Yep. Killing people. <laughs> yeah, he gave no fucks. So, yeah. Now, speaking of someone who gives no fucks, guess who's awake? Ah, the terrible twos. We're a week away from that. He's already in him. He's yeah. been in him for a while. Yep. So you get to have fun with that. Yep. It lasts until they're approximately four. Oh, I thought you were going to say it lasts until they're about 19 when they move No, out. not really. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a little bit of a gap there between like four and like nine or ten where they're actually pretty content, happy kid for the most part. I was going to say, but the, the terrible twos last until they move out and get a job and are on their own? No, no. They, now, once you hit like, I would say teenagers, teenage years start at, at approximately 12. Yeah, I can see you get the tweens. Yeah. Yeah, we're downstairs. I hear you, buddy. We're recording. Uh, let's see what. But yeah, the um, yeah, all the DC animated films are are really good. Hey, we talked about Adam Sandler earlier about Eight Crazy Nights. Eight, Eight Crazy Nights. That's another one. I forgot about that. There's always there's a nice little group of animated Christmas and holiday movies that are always around. They did do an animated version of Elf, Buddy's Magical Christmas. It's uh, it's something. It's it's not bad. It's mostly the movie redone, but it, the uh, voice of Buddy is um, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Oh, that's another DreamWorks film. I forgot. Uh, Home. Because he's, he's the alien mm-hmm. in that booth. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. What was, um... There's got to be some others that, I, that I'm just not thinking of. Because I know I've got, you know, just scads of stuff in my library at home. For those of you who have never met me out there in, in real life, I downloaded the entire internet. <laughs> well, okay, not, not the entire internet, but a good chunk of it. In my 20s, 30s. And I have just... What, 12 terabytes worth of, and, you know, just random, random video between movies, TV shows, cartoons, anime, etc. And that's not even counting my music library. My music library is just as ridiculous. Who did the Iron Giant? Oh, there you go. Um, believe it or not, the director of The Incredibles. But, okay. um, but it was, bef- it was not for Disney. It was for, yeah. I want to say for Fox. You know what? Fox did the Ice Age movies, too. Ah, uh-huh. Ice Age. What Kubo? Kubo and the Two Strings. That was a weird one. Oh, anything by Laika is awesome. Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman. I think Coraline was on Laika production. Oh, I, I, I mean, Trolls. How have I not? How have I forgotten these? Akira. That's anime. Well, that's anime. Yeah, but Vampire Hunter D. I. I didn't think we were going into anime territory. Probably not. Because if you're going to go that route, Trigun. 
<sighs> Ghost in the Shell. Then you have all the Wallace and Gromit movies. Oh, that's true. Yay! Oh, Chicken Run. <laughs> Chicken Run. <laughs> I think that was DreamWorks. Maybe. I don't... No, no, it wasn't DreamWorks. It was... Well, DreamWorks did flushed away, and that was clay. That was claymation, basically. Brooke, I don't know. Does it tell me? It does not tell me. Yep, DreamWorks. Chicken Run was DreamWorks. Yes. Okay, I thought so. Supposedly, they're making a sequel to that. I don't. I don't know why they took this long to do it, but sure, go ahead. Oh yeah, dump truck. Yeah, that's the back end of it, anyway. Oh, here we go. Isle of Dogs. Who? Oh, Isle of Dogs. That was um, that was that weird ass film that um, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson did. And didn't he also do Fantastic Mr. Fox? Probably. Because it seems like that's yeah. That was that seems like it should be a Wes Anderson production as well. There was a Simpsons movie. Oh yeah, the Simpsons movie. Technically, that's Fox. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm just scrolling through here, finding anything that doesn't say Disney on it. I had something. Sean like, the Sheep. Oh, well, yeah. That's up there with the Wallace and Gromit stuff, I think. Yeah. Supposedly, they're not as bad as I think they are. There's Studio Ghibli. Oh, everything by them is amazing. Spirited Away, Castle in the Sky, Howl's Moving Castle, My Neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service. God, I just... There's not a thing they've done that's not good. We watched, okay, there's one we watched yesterday on Ron's Gone Wrong. That's Disney, though. Is that Disney? I yeah. don't remember who did it. I but I haven't seen it, it yet. Cute. But in 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 staying in that in staying in that lane, I also haven't seen Ray and the Last Dragon yet. Either. I haven't either. I, that's that's on me because I really should have watched that before I watched Encanto. But I am uh, because that's been on their that's been on their website for that's been on their streaming site for longer. Speaking of Encanto, did you like my Bruce Willis album idea? I love it. Bruce I, Willis needs to cut out <clears> a new <throat> album now called "Let's Talk About Bruno." I love it. <laughs> Let's talk about Bruno. Oh, um, you'll enjoy this. So, my kiddo found a wonderful YouTube video. Apparently, you can set you can you can uh, sync up uh, Florida's low. To the theme, to the um, to the tune of Bruno, apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur, the whole club was looking at her. Yeah, it works. It flows extraordinarily well. It's creepy. Scarlet's order shaking her head, going, "Nope, the fuck it does." No, but no, it's no. She's going. I wonder if I can do that for the USO show. No. Yeah. My <laughs> oh, so I think yeah. I, I feel like I've drained what I had left out of my brain for that. Not a whole lot of great funny shit, but just I'm some... still thinking because I know because Fox Animation did a lot of random stuff like the Ice Age movies and things like that, and I'm trying to think of what other stuff they did. And I'm also trying to think of some of the movies that Leica Leica did, like Box Trolls, Paranorman. Um, Kubo and the Two Strings was them as well, but I know they have more than just those. And they're, every single one of them, there's not been a single Leica film that I haven't liked. <laughs> Leica. Leica. Yeah. Leica, yeah. Leica. I like a Leica. Anyway. Um, I like a Leica Labia Limbo. What? 
There we go. We need a Pee Wee's Playhouse animated movie. Wait, well. Mecca like a high, Mecca honey. What? Well, I want to lick you. Oh, wait. I think that guy died. I think I think Jombie has passed away. What? Jombie, what? I think Jombie has passed away. The actor that was Jombie. By the way, I randomly heard you up there, and now I can think of it. Bat dick. Bat sex. Surprise bat sex. Yeah, that's why it's a surprise. Isn't surprise bat sex bat rape? Uh, depends on whether or not you go with it or not. I don't know. Oh, so it was consensual surprise bat sex. I, well, I mean, it was Barbara and Bruce, so yes. And she was really the one in charge on that one, to be to be fair. Well, yeah, she was on top. She's the one that pushed his ass down mm-hmm. and disrobed. I'm guessing he left the cowl on and she just pulled those little trunks down. Now we're getting into the anatomy of superhero sex. <laughs> How do you have sex around a cod piece? Just saying. You take the cod piece off? Well, I don't know. If you, yeah. if you want to get freaky, maybe you use the cod piece. It's like I don't layered know. in different costuming. You know, that's, that's really hard. You just grind on it. I mean, I don't even know how they pee, let alone try to have sex around it. <laughs> that reminds me of that bit in Iron Man 2. He's like, Everybody always asks me how I pee in the suit. <sighs> like that. <laughs> he just fucking goes. <laughs> yes. It's got a filtration system in it. I built it in. <laughs> I thought I was going to say, that's why Batman probably pulls like a NASCAR driver thing and just pisses in the suit. Probably. I mean, I mean he's not the one cleaning it. It's Alfred. Poor Alfred. Okay. Hi. What is this? Police. Police car. The dream police. See, we're tied it all together. The dream police. <laughs> What are the? What's this one? Oh, more cops. Yeah. Oh my God! There was a cops animated series. What? Okay, yeah, it wasn't like. I'm not shitting you. Was it, it an acronym? Yeah, C O P S. Uh huh. Not like, not like them. Not like you know the actual footage of them talking to people in wife beaters. Oh Lord. What? I seriously, every single person, every every time you'd go to a domestic speed, it was always someone either in a wife beater or no shirt on. It was one of the two to like flip a coin. Yeah, basically. Oh, puppy's got to play now. But yeah, so cop, so yeah, cops, mask, because those were acro- those were acronyms, acronyms, yeah. acronyms for something as well. Were, I was about to ask why no one had made a mask movie, but I just realized I answered my own question. I'd watch one. I, I would, but um, does, is anybody really out there clamoring for I would, one? I would Probably have to. Not. Okay, here's my here's how I would do that. I would wait another five years before putting out another G.I. Joe movie. I would reboot and make a good, true-to-the-source-material type G.I. Joe movie. Where Cobra Commander is comic book accurate, cartoon accurate. <laughs> And when you do that, you do a post-credit scene, which leads into Mask. Oh, cross them over? Yes. Hell yeah. All and right. then by the time you, you, you get the G.I. Joes and you get Mask, then you bring in the Transformers. Damn. You give me a Hasbro shared universe. That's what I want. I, you know what? Give them time and I bet they do it. <laughs> They've been talking about doing it. I just want, I just want motherfucking Serpentor. 
I, I want a movie where he is the ultimate badass. Actually, you know what I would settle for? I would settle for a movie of them creating Serpentor like they did, like the Arise Serpentor Arise uh, yeah. ser- miniseries they did in, in the in the um, animated series. Yeah, because those were always those were always my favorite ones, the ones that had the arc. Because you had the um, what the mass device. I think that was five. That was five episodes. Arise Serpentor Arise was five episodes. The rebirth of Optimus Prime was a five episode arc. So yeah, I liked I liked stuff like that because it felt like you were getting a movie. Yeah, I, I yeah. Because I mean, technically you were. That's what I would do. Like I would I mean, say, D- Ducktales for... Ducktales started that way because they're um, the treasure of the golden sun or whatever. That was their that was what kicked off Ducktales, and it was originally it aired as a movie, and then when they would re-air it, it would be in five parts. For for um, what's the word? Um, syndication. Syndication. Thank you. I did watch. I caught an episode of the new Ducktales. Love it. Um, I want to say it must have been one near the end of it. Maybe I don't know. There was one where like, I think Scrooge was trapped in something, and there was a wizard, and there was a ghost that was someone's best friend. Oh, cool. And I haven't seen this one. I don't think. I don't know. And at one point, Launchpad is trying to crash the plane, but it won't let him. And he's like, "What? That's what I'm good at." <laughs> And so he gets out, he hits his little bobblehead of Darkwing Duck, and he gets out onto the plane and starts singing the song, the yep. Darkwing Duck theme, as he's trying to make his plane crash. Yes. Like, <laughs> they, there are so many... You can tell that the DuckTales reboot is being done by people who... You can tell that the DuckTales reboot is being done by people who have undying worship and admiration for the original series because and all the subsequent series like Darkwing and Chippendales because they'll they throw random shit like that in everywhere. Oh, we're getting a Rescue Rangers movie. I want it. I want it right now. I want to see it. John Mulaney and crap, I can't remember. Two people that I'm like, they're going to voice Chippendale? I don't care. I'm 100% on fucking board for it because I love Chippendale's Rescue Rangers as a kid. And I say that because I think one of the voice actors is one of actually one of the nephews is Huey, Dewey or Louie. Oh, probably because Louie, um, the voice of Louie, he's he's been in a well, he was the voice of Sonic Sonic in the in the most recent Sonic movie. Because we're sitting there watching. I'm like, why does this voice sound familiar? Mother, that's fucking Louie. And and my kid looks up at me and goes, oh, my God, it is. <laughs> Chip is going to be John Mulaney. I don't have Dale listed. Well, that's some crap. You got Andy Samberg as Tack. Who's Gadget? They don't have a list for her. Seth Rogen is J.K. Simmons. What? Will Arnett. Eric Bana. Paula Abdul. Is Monterey Jack in this motherfucker? Yeah. Okay. Somewhere. But they don't have character names for some of these people. Oh, okay. Yeah, buddy. I understand. Sure. Damn it. Sophie Fatu. I wonder if she's related to the uh, wrestling. No idea. (sighs) Okay, well, now I need to look up who the frick was the voice of Sonic because I can't remember. (laughs) There's the poster that I'm seeing. Okay. John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, Will Arnett, Keegan Michael Key. Oh my God, seriously, I cannot type. Who voices? Chip is now an insurance salesman. 
What? Dale has had CGI surgery and works the convention circuit in hopes of reliving his glory days. Huh. A cast member of the original series. So, they're playing it as the Rescue Rangers series was a series that these Chippendale acted in. Oh, okay. And the series has ended 30 years ago, and now here they are, and a cast member gets kidnapped. <laughs> okay, all And right. they have to reunite to save their friends. Okay. Andy Samberg is Dale. Okay, I think it's Ben Schwartz that was the voice of uh, Sonic. Okay. Tress McNeely, McNeil, she was originally Chip and Gadget. Yeah, it's showing him on DuckTales, so yeah, that's who it is. It's Ben Schwartz. He's, he was the voice of Sonic and the voice of, uh, I want to say, Louie. What were you saying? I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, I'm just looking at who else in it. And Paula Abdul is appearing as a de-aged version of herself in a flashback. Oh, yeah, because I think MC Scat Cat is going to pop into that mm -hmm. fucking thing. Other animated characters include MC Scat Cat, the Three Little Pigs, Scrooge, and Roger Rabbit. What? <laughs> All right, you got me, guys. <laughs> More this, Roger Rabbit sold. This sounds batshit crazy, and I'm on board. <laughs> Uh, you know what, Disney? Give us some more Roger Rabbit shit. I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah. I'd watch I'd watch an entire series of Roger Rabbit. I loved the cartoons that they used to do before, like, oh. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and stuff like that. Give me, give me a... Because like, they were all collected on the, um, the Blu-ray of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Somebody kidnaps Baby Herman. And uh, Roger has to do it by himself because Eddie has long since passed away. Oh... Uh, somewhere along the line, Roger's going to have to find a human counterpart to be his, like, co-detective. There's nice. our movie. There you go. I don't know why well, we're kidnapping Baby Herman, there, but when you meet Baby Herman, you understand. <laughs> I I know that there was a comic book at one point called The Resurrection of Doom. Ooh. And, there, and of course, the movie, the, the, uh, there are two books that the movie is actually based on. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Who P -P Plugged Roger Rabbit. And they're they're actual novels, so I I've got to get those one. I've got to hunt those down one of these days and buy them and read them. And I want the resurrection. Of, I I have the resurrection of Doom cartoon somewhere in all my digital comic files, but I just haven't read it because I'm like, how in the hell did he come back? Because that dip, I mean, that's basically paint thinner. You know, you just they're just they're just you should be no more. Like I don't know how you come back from being basically. Derezzed like that. I don't know. So, all right, little kids up. I think he may have pooped his pants, or maybe I did. I don't know. Oh, are we tapping out? We're tapping out. Okay. We got a good hour and ten minutes. That's something. So, oh, whatever. Alrighty. Nobody listens to us for an hour and ten minutes. This is true. They go, oh my god, these guys are still fucking talking about stupid shit, and they just click right off of it. So, I mean, hey, if anyone's listening to this, that's important. You're all important. Come on. Um, and you're all important to us. Yes, all three of you that listen. We love you. Yep. I could probably name you all. Uh, but anyway, what we were trying to say is, hey, Hollywood. Hire us. 